Uh, did you hear? Oh, bitch. Did you hear? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Did You Hear? Did you hear? <laughs> I'm Steph. And I'm Angelica. Don't know why I'm giggling so much. It's so. <laughs> it's because it's Friday night. It's Friday night and the and feeling's the right. The feeling is right. It's feeling right in here. Yes. <laughs> Angelica got us miniature boxed wines. Yes. Which is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. And we're drinking it from the boxes. Like classy bitches. Yeah, we're classy. <laughs> we're classy. Sure. Sorry, Angelica's parents. I swear too much. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> You never do, and I'm all the time. I feel so bad. Okay, don't change who you are. And I work with children, and I never swear around them. Oh my gosh, I I've never. I'm sure I've accidentally swore in front of a child I worked with once, and it was uh, when I was a camp counselor when I was 19 because I got Mm -hmm. my finger stuck in the tent I was putting up. Oh, and I said the that F makes word because it hurt so bad. Mm -hmm. But that's the only time. Otherwise, I really clean it up. Yeah. Um, you know. Professional. 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 Um, So that's it. Um, Angelica saw scary stories to tell in the dark. I did. Unfortunately, Stephanie could not come. I could not come. I was just going through it at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) She's going through her own scary story. I was going through my own scary story. But But um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, I really did like it. It, the monsters looked really real. Yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro did a really good job on that. So, yeah. You guys tell us how you thought, what or yeah. what you thought about the Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Which, um, Guillermo del Toro is my favorite. I love him so much. Have you seen the movie The Orphan? Oh, yeah. Oh. The, oh, girl. So oh, good. That's one of my so favorites. So good. So good. I need to, um... I need to get, because Ben hasn't watched it yet. I need yeah. to get him to watch it. But. Which we know he technically did not direct, but he produced it. And he is very yeah. involved with his productions. Yes. So don't come at us for that. Yeah. <laughs> we exactly. know. It's so good. If we you know, haven't yeah. seen The Orphan, oh my gosh. That is, I remember I was watching it. Um, I was living somewhere where I was like on a twin bed and I was watching it in bed on my computer. Mm-hmm. And I kept on like stopping it. Oh wait, is it The Orphan or The Orphanage? I think it's the orphanage. Orphanage, orphanage. You're right. Oh my god! Don't come at us. <laughs> no, you know what? There is. There's I get, an orphanage. I do this all the time because there's another movie called The Orphan, which is about the adult woman that looks like a child. Yes. That yes. Daniel and I went to go see this at the Dollar <laughs> Movies in Corpus Christi, Texas. Love it. And we thought it was going to be this like creepy, scary story about yeah. kids, and we're like, what the heck? At the end. yeah, they got gotcha. you. <laughs> they got us good. They got you good. Oh, yeah, man. that one's weird. Um, that one's weird. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's great. Did you get to see his um, traveling exhibit when it came to LACMA a few years no, ago? No, oh, I really God. wanted to go. And it was. I, like, it was too late by the time I I got it together. What I, it was amazing. And what's so great about it is Guillermo, it was so many things from his house. He has like a mansion here in LA that's called Bleak. He called, he calls it like Bleak Manor, his house. He's like named it. Uh Uh-huh. And a lot of the things were from his house. Like he has a humongous 
um, bust of the Frankenstein head. It's oh. probably like ten feet big, like tall. It that like hangs from his staircase. Normally, like it's k- kind of like um. Wait, like it hangs so. Well, it's, like, basically, if you walk in, I guess there's, like, the staircase that you can go up either side, either to the right to the left, and then it meets in the middle, and so okay. it, it goes up on the middle. He's just, oh. he's just, like, the biggest. I would love to go to his house. Nerd. Me, too. I want to, I want to talk to him and talk about creepy things. Yeah. He had an amazing, um, interview, too, on NPR back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. it was, like, one of their movie talks, and he was just talking about how his, like, He's constantly thinking about monsters, mm. and his brain is really weird. And he talks about how his wife is like the normal one, and she keeps <laughs> grounded. So, well, I mean, it's good. Someone's got to be normal, right? Yeah, Ben's your normal. Yeah, although he's a little. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. Yeah, he's my normal. <laughs> he's your normal. <laughs> he's your normal. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great. I, I love him. I love Hellboy, and. I'm sad that they're remaking it, but that's another story. Oh, that's another story. It's another story. But, um... But, yeah, yeah. so... What you well, got for me this oh week, gosh. girl? I'm so excited about this. Okay. Angelica. Uh-huh. Did you hear about tulpas? Tulpas? No. Nope. Tulpas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me what tell you that? about like, these. Like a taco or something? Oh, Some I... Kind of taco? I wish it was a taco. Oh Sounds delicious. Not a taco. Um... Okay, so, sorry, I'm just going to adjust around the microphone. Okay, so, I had never heard of this. And the other day, (laughs) about a week ago or so, maybe two weeks ago now, Uh I was on Reddit, and one of the subreddits I follow is, uh, like, this one, it's called Relationship Advice, and I follow it because it's full of crazy-ass stories. Like, people are insane. So, it just tells relationship advice based on like other people's stories well somebody will post a story and they'll be like my girlfriend's cheating on me what do i do and i think she's cheating because of this and this and people will be like oh you gotta dump her right away and like don't talk to her just dump her (laughs) and um so it's stuff like that it's really like super dramatic i guess it's my version of big brother yeah angelica likes like big brother and i guess it's my version reading it right like i (laughs) Just, it's not the only subreddit I read. It's just one of many, one of many that I enjoy. Um, but it's known on Reddit for being like the trashy one where people okay. are super weird yeah. versus like another one where people go that are more normal. So, yeah. This woman posted about how her, and of course, I'm saying woman, I don't know who, it could be anybody, it could be a 14-year-old kid making up these stories, who knows, whatever, but she was talking about how her boyfriend has a tulpa, he had, and he (laughs) integrates this, as she was saying, imaginary friend into every aspect of their life, into their sex life, into this stuff, like, everything, and she's like, it's really weird, and he's become friends with a shaman, and he wants to go to this retreat in, like, Oregon, and I don't feel comfortable, I don't know what to do, Mm -hmm. and then people on Reddit, on the subreddit were like, what the... I'm going to swear again. What the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> the fuck is this? And they're like, tulpas. Um, and people are like, okay, this sounds really crazy. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then somebody posted a link. They're like, well, I just went down a weird rabbit hole. And there's a subreddit uh-huh. for tulpas. So I followed it. And okay. then I went down a rabbit hole. And 
Oh my god, buckle up. Okay, okay. I'm buckling up. Hold on. So she, she just put on her seatbelt. She seat did the belt. motion. We're going. So from this post, and I try to find it again, and I think it was removed because it was probably a troll thing, but this subreddit yeah. is not. So, anyways, so here's what tulpas are. Okay. It is, and it's a it's a it's a thing that people really believe. Preface, I believe in a lot of weird stuff. I do not think this is real at all. Okay. Done. Okay. All right. Um, it's a concept in mysticism and the paranormal where an object can be created through um, spiritual or mental powers. Okay. Okay. So, and then um, in the 20th century, so it goes back all the way to um, like ancient Tibet is where this mm. stems from. But in the 20th century, um, theosophists um, adapted it from the Tibetan concept of sprul pa, which means um, emanation or manifestation. Okay. okay, so we keep thinking imaginary friend, right? Okay. okay. Cool. So more modern in the like the early 19 or well that was early 1900s. I guess the maybe the mid 1900s. Um, it became a type of willed imaginary friend considered to be sentient. Okay. So having thoughts of its own. Imaginary That's friend creepy. having thoughts of its own. And relatively autonomous. Okay? So okay. you So essential okay, I'm gonna I So it's I'm like so a person excited. but they're just imaginary? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, so so essentially, people nowadays, it's become this thing where people create an imaginary friend mm-hmm. that starts to be take on a life it's, of its own. It gets crazier. We're gonna oh we're gonna go gosh. there. We're gonna okay. dive into this crazy. Right. So so a little bit more history on it. Okay, so that was a mm-hmm. little bit of an overview. So it was um, way back in the day. There were Buddhist texts texts that talked about the ability to create a a man-made body through meditation, like a, like an additional body, a man, sorry, a mind, a man-mind body, like through meditation. Okay, wait, man-mind body. body through meditation. Okay. So just, and there are stories about the Buddha, like duplicating himself and okay, yeah, right. things like that. Okay, cool. I can totally understand. I mean, I don't believe it, but like when you're thinking about a religious viewpoint where it's one person explain themselves into others or if we're thinking about Christianity the Holy Trinity right. there's God the the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost right so yeah. that's in the, that could be considered a tulpa it's one person that's oh. become three okay okay so let's think about it that way okay our, we'll think about it that way that way as well um but then um so there's a lot of talking about this in Tibetan Buddhism. And then in 1927, um, the term thought form first appears in uh, this British guy translated the Tibetan Book of the Dead, um, Evan Wentz's translation of it. So the tulpa kind of comes from this thought form. And then there's this woman, Alexandra David Nile. She claimed in also the like early to mid 20th century to have observed in Tibet accomplished bodhisattvas um, creating tulpas and having control over or not having control of them because they have their own bodies but you can 
like you can create it too too she was saying she was like this white woman that went to tibet and was like oh these monks that have done nothing but meditate since they were children mm-hmm. can astral project kind of and create another form but you can do it too no okay. no worries in two seconds you got it right <laughs> two seconds <laughs> um but then like also when she was there as well she talked to tibetan occultists who said that basically these tulpas are born of the mind and they're like children and they grow up and develop personalities of their own okay and then this woman (laughs) (laughs) oh girl it's great this woman said she she created like a a, it said a um tuck or friar tuck like monk so if we're thinking like robin Hood mennonite yeah like yeah that type of monk um that was her tulpa but it started to take on too much of a life of its own and it had to be destroyed. And Is it like Peter Pan's shadow that has like a it's mind of its <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're okay. getting there. Totally. Okay. That's okay. another great way to think about it. Absolutely. Um, so she she said, Well, maybe this was my own hallucination, but other people could see him too at times. So mm-hmm. whatever. So I guess so but this is a very ancient idea. Okay. Of, Whatever. White people have fucked it up. Basically. Why I think. do white people ruin everything? Because we love to be messy. <laughs> we love to be messy. It's great. It makes us happy. Um, so, I guess, on the Wikipedia article I was reading, which it says, it became popular in Western culture through TV in the 1990s and 2000s. I tried looking up what they meant. I'm like, what TV show talked about tulpas? What the hell? Where? Yeah, what? I, I don't know. The only thing I could think is like, um, or I saw is like, maybe it was mentioned on an episode of X-Files once or something. Oh. But maybe. Not. But then, okay, this is where it gets real good. Okay. In 2009... On 4chan, uh-huh. a, a thread began where people started talking about how their uh, it started gaining popularity because people were talking about how they're experimenting, trying to create tulpas through meditation and creating these imaginary friends that are sentient, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it gained most of its popularity through the My Little Pony. Friendship is magic fandom. What? Girl, you know those those adult men watching that show are crazy. <laughs> they are crazy. <laughs> have you seen that um, Bob's Burgers episode about it? The no, I haven't. Everyone do yourself a favor. Watch the Bob's Burgers episode, The Equestronauts, where they talk about bronconies. It's great. Oh, my god! It's gosh. just taking on. So if, if you're not aware... My Little Pony, and I was the biggest My Little Pony Me fan. Too. Like, I still have them at my oh, parents' house. I do too, and I loved My Little Pony so much when I was a kid in the late 80s, early 90s that mm-hmm. I had dreams about My Little Pony, where I still remember it. I dreamt that I was one of those little blonde-headed children that was friends with them. Do you remember them? Yes. I dreamt I was them. <laughs> You I probably loved were. It. I probably was. Um, so I get being obsessed, but there are yeah. a lot of very strange 
white adult men who are into My Little Pony Friendship is Magic in a weird way. It's, where it's like they're like sexually interested in just, Flutterfly and Shadow Dash or whatever. Oh, that's weird. So it's uh, weird. I literally wrote when I was writing my notes, I wrote the fuck after this because <laughs> I can't. With a Q. With a Q. <laughs> so I'm not swearing. So you're not swearing. So it's okay. It's fine. Um, so these dudes started doing it because they're trying to create tulpas of the ponies to have imaginary friends with them. Oh my god! To have them around all the time. Okay. That's still weird. there? Okay. Yeah, I'm still there. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna now read you. Okay. I'm sorry, this is gonna be a longer episode, but I just got so into this. I was oh, like, yeah, I no. just I can't. It's so crazy. Okay. There is a wiki how. Uh-huh. Nope. Oh, hold on. Holding for Amigo to walk. All right. Holding, holding, holding. Okay. Okay, he's good. Um, there is a wiki how on how to create a tulpa. What? And it is bonkers. Oh, my gosh. You have I'm, to tell I'm me. I'm going to read the steps on how you can create All your right. own tulpa. <clears throat> and also, I will post photos from the wiki how because the, the drawings are so amazing. <laughs> Okay, so can't wait to see it. So okay, well, from this article, how to create a tulpa on WikiHow, um, I like the sentence. So you have heard about tulpae or tulpas, the independent thought forms that share your brain like an imaginary friend, but have their own thoughts, feelings, and ideas independent from your own. All right, <laughs> that's just gravy. That's the first sentence. We're going in. Okay, part one. You okay. have to think long and hard before you create a tulpa. Your tulpa... This is crazy. Okay, so your tulpa will be a lifelong companion and will be with you for the rest of your life. Spend some time thinking about it because if you change your mind after creating a tulpa, you could get rid of them, but tulpas are people with their own personality and thoughts. <laughs> This is my favorite part. Getting rid of a tulpa is killing them, and that means you're killing a person. What? Oh, yeah, and look at this. Look at this photo. Look at this drawing. I'm gonna post all these drawings. Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. It's a photo, that drawing of a guy sitting on a bed with a thought bubble, with like the silhouette of a girl with a question mark. Yeah, it's like, oh, am I, like, creating my girlfriend? Yeah. This oh, I'm, it, it gets crazier. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so uh, step two, plan your tulpa. So think about them. You can choose whatever form. They say don't don't base it on your the person, on a real-life person. Um, but your tulpa, oh, can also, then step three, plan your tulpa's appearance. Um, it says you can also create it off of a fictional character, which is why this, like, My Little Pony oh, thing. yeah. And... Ugh, fucking crazy. Okay. And, but if you base it off of a fictional character... Yeah. Make sure to let your tulpa know that they are not that character. They just have their appearance. Okay. Okay. Step four, plan your tulpa's personality. So, start planning their personality out. Um... And then um, you can think about the traits you want them to have, meditate on it, um, or, like, you have to meditate to make this happen. Um, 
Some and this is a so that's what everyone's doing when they're into this new meditation. When they're into phrase. this new meditation in LA, people are crying. Mm, My little yeah. pony tulpas, absolutely. Now it makes sense. It all makes sense. It all makes mm-hmm. sense. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> this this quote also is real interesting to me. Some people tend to skip the personality step, and that is fine. Your tulpa will just develop their personality themselves. <laughs> so ridiculous it is the craziest thing i have ever stumbled upon this in is my like, life grow your own boyfriend type of thing but it, it's just like it's insane okay um <laughs> the next step visualize your tulpa sit down close your eyes imagine what they look like okay right so you're supposed to meditate while you're doing that like all the bodhisattvas who had been born meditating and creating another a form of their personality, which I can maybe try to understand a Tibetan Buddhist monk. But, oh my God. But not even. Not even. Okay. So you're visualizing it through meditation. The next step, oh, this is my favorite drawing. Try to touch your tulpa in your imagination and it's this picture of a guy like petting an aura. Oh my God, it's it's amazing. So you have to touch them, but like close your eyes and if you're like I like how it's still a figure of a woman. It's still a figure of a woman because... Because he's like, I can't get a girlfriend, so now it's... Created tulpa girlfriend time. Time oh, created tulpa. Let's. I'm gonna talk about how ugh, it gets weird. It gets okay. weirder. Okay. Um. Next step. Create a scent if you wish. Okay, weirdo. A scent. A scent. In your mind, what do you want them to smell like? I mean, if I had French a tulpa, mm, French fries. No, actually, pizza. I was thinking pizza. <laughs> a nice oven baked pizza. Um. Next. Next, you want to visualize your tulpa's movements. And again, this is all while you're meditating, sitting down somewhere. Think about the gestures they would use. You know, it says, um, try to imagine a conversation with them and think about what their reactions would be. Always remember, Mm -hmm. each of these steps take time. Never rush it. Okay? Okay. Five. Wonderlands. All right, let's talk about this. If you want, you can create a place in your imagination called a wonderland. This place is where you can work on your tulpa, and this will be the place that your tulpa can live in. You can be there, too. Angelica, you can be there, too. Oh, my God. Is this like SimCity or something? It's like, like, yeah, a (laughs) mental SimCity. You can do anything you like there. It's your own world. Okay. Here's a nice tip. Let your tulpa and edit the Wonderland. They can change it and anything with it whenever they want, just as you can. Okay, crazies. Okay, wait, but I, yeah. how, okay, you can get into this world. Yeah. How are you going to get into this world with it? Like, meditate. Okay, so you're just like, pretty much your imagination. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's in your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. It's in your imagination. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, talk to your tulpa. So now that you've created your tulpa, they have a, now they're like baby tulpas. They go, mama, da, da, in your mind. <laughs> and it says you can talk to them inside your mind or out loud. The subject doesn't matter. You can talk to them about anything. So there is something controversial in the tulpa world. It's called parroting. So parroting is like where you 
would ask your tulpa a question and you would answer it. But try not to let that. Try to let your tulpa answer and not you. This step can take a while. Be patient. <laughs> Be patient. What if they don't answer? Well, you can pair it for them so they oh. learn how to answer. <laughs> yeah. So after your tulpa talks, you can choose a voice for them if they haven't created one themselves. Again, this is in your mind. Okay. Okay. And look at this. Look at this drawing. He's talking to his girl tulpa now. She. Oh my gosh. She kind of looks like she, a like a fox. She does look like a fox. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, next, determine whether your tulpa is sentient. Okay, this part is really crazy. Okay. Close your eyes and tell your tulpa you're opening your mind to them. Imagine them walking through a door that leads into your subconscious. Your tulpa can now see your memories, how you feel, and everything about you as a person. Don't do this right away, but wait until there's trust between you so that your tulpa won't take this for granted. Yeah. Signs of sentience. The tulpa talks back to you with full sentence and has their own opinions. <sighs> tulpa does things you didn't expect them to do. Oh my gosh, they're going haywire. Going haywire. They're and then, going out without you. They're going out. They are dancing on tables. Dancing on tables. Oh my gosh. Doing Pee Wee Herman dance yeah. on top of a bar. Yeah. Tequila. Then I want you to go for a walk with your tulipa. Imagine it following behind you. Look at that drawing. It's a woman this time. A woman with like an angel tulipa following her. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then... Um, the next step is connect with others who have tulpas. Tulpas, read stories on the forum host and start creating, making friends. Okay, so that's the WikiHow. So you can read it more in depth. I, um, if you want to go talk to your new friends that have tulpas. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, yeah, I need. I need friends. You need friends. We all do. You can yeah. create them your own and then yeah. have them. But um, because I was interested, I looked at the. Tulpa subreddit. Mm -hmm. There are 27,280 subscribers to the subreddit. So that means people oh that follow it, which okay. could be like, I have not subscribed to it yet. Excuse me. I've not subscribed to it yet, but some people are probably following it to like laugh. Yeah. Um, but when I looked at it there earlier today, there were 77 people online on that subreddit. Yeah. Somebody on that subreddit wrote a very extensive guidebook into creating your tulpa that was like about a hundred and something pages long. It's insane. Oh my gosh. Um, They're writing a thesis on it or what? Uh, probably. But this is my, the most interesting part to me about it is on this subreddit. So it didn't talk about this on, um the wiki how we just read but once your tulpa get to a point once you've had them for a while and things like that mm -hmm. you can become the host for them so your body can become the host meaning hmm. they will take over your body with their personality and their self and you'll take a back seat to it and so they can because they don't have a physical body so they can use your physical body so you're like, hey, can you go to work for me? Yeah. Okay, I'm right? just going to hang out over here. And? In the back of my body. <laughs> you could just take the rest of the body. Just 
take the rest of it. I'll just like take a nap. Um, <laughs> what yeah. the heck? And uh, <laughs> exactly, and I'm. Um, then there, I'm trying to find this photo, but on this subreddit, there are the tulpas sometimes post like. Wait, oh the my... tulpas post on their own? Oh yeah. It's interesting. Like this oh, one, and shiznets. oh my god, I wish I could find it. It was like, one was like, I posted a photo, I, like I drew a photo of my host and me, and some people create multiple tulpas, and it was like a hand drawing of like a human with two My Little Ponies next to them. Oh I need to find my this. Gosh. But it was like the My Little Pony tulpa was writing the, the post on Reddit. Or this one, somebody went on here and they wrote, can a tulpa kill the host while possessing? And some other questions. And then the first, the first post then is like the person and host. And it's the, like their tulpa posting. And they say, you seem to see us as a type of automaton rather than as persons. Perhaps unintentionally so. But still, I'd recommend substituting friend or child for tulpa and rereading your queries. Um. Okay. Or this person, the next person that wrote back, they were like, "Have a tulpa." Um. Did they say that they can though? Yeah. So totally, because okay. the per- they're like, yeah, I, I guess if your tulpa, yeah, they could kill you. Like when they take over your body, they could like then kill yeah. you, but then they're killing off themselves because yeah. you're the host, right? For them. Um. <laughs> Um, and then somebody else that wrote a post on here, tulpa or psychotic symbol, s- symptom. Oh, this one. I Oh, this is the one with the My Little Pony one. I drew my host Lex and our other headmate right together. I had to get help with perspective, and I'm very new to this, but I'm proud of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. And, like... Here's the thing. Part of me is like, all these people are trolls. None of these people are taking this seriously. But I actually think that these people believe this. Yeah. Because have you ever seen my strange addiction? Yes. Like where the guy's like, I'm I am in love with 50 inflatable animals, like pool toys, which that one was fucking weird. I didn't see that one. Oh, it's fucking we should watch it. Oh my it. gosh. We but should. he like he's really like like well, there's one one that I saw that he's like in love with his car. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole thing. People being and in love like, with like cars and structures like, and buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, uh, yeah. There's a lot. Um. So and, I can yeah. I can understand people <laughs> believing so that, in this, but it's bonkers. It's bonkers to me. I okay. Here's my thing. How do you be like? Okay, I'm gonna create a figment of my imagination okay i had imaginary friends when i was a kid totally me too did i ever think they were real no unless you're seeing a ghost or something unless you're seeing a ghost yeah like though have you ever seen um drop dead fred no i haven't it's about a girl and her imaginary friend and he's he has to drop dead (gasps) because he well you know what actually Drop Dead Fred would be a good example of a tulpa because he's an imaginary friend oh. that takes on, like, a life of his own. Okay, so maybe That's I understand tulpa. how people can, like, imagine it, but I... Oh, man. The fact that it's 
and people are like, it's real. It's rooted in Tibetan Buddhism and mysticism. It's like, and it's also like, but no, but no, but no, that's crazy. And the fact that there's like all these things on, I was just that photo. Oh, we're good. Which we will post. We will post. <laughs> is crazy. It's. <laughs> And the caption with it, the drawing, like, I drew my host and our other headmate. Like, I'm giving them voices. But, yeah, man. That's what I think they would sound like, though. Yeah. So you did a good job. Thanks. <laughs> um, but it's so, it's even weirder to me that there's so much of it revolves around the My Little Pony thing. I'm like, y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, like, that's just weird. It's just, and I'm a weirdo. I get it. But, man, sometimes some people are like, you're like, I don't, I don't know what to say to you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so now you've heard of Tulpas, and let's try to create our own. What would, okay, here's a fun thing. What would your Tulpa look like? You can make it look like anything except a real life person. It cannot look like a real life person. It can't look like a real life yeah, person? Yeah, that's one of the rules. Okay. You can look like a fictional character, but you have to tell, you let them know that they are not a fictional character. I would to look character. like... Amigo. Hmm. Be my little, like, amigo, Tulpa. Perfect. You'd just be, like, talking to me. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, I want a, um, a glittery pink Lisa Frank dolphin to be my Tulpa. Oh, girl. girl. I'm going to meditate on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so. Sorry, it's gonna be a longer episode. Oh, it's okay. Mine's kind kind of long. <laughs> it's okay. We had we had a couple shorties. Now we have yeah. Now ones. we got a, like a longer. We're back. One. I'm less depressed. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my god! All right, what you got for me, girl? Did you hear about the first American woman to be sentenced to life imprisonment imprisonment without parole? Sure didn't. Okay, tell me all about her. This crime is going to be a big one. Oh, okay. So listeners, beware. You're in for a scare. There's some grisly <laughs> details on this. All right. A little more than usual. Oh. I got some some good notes here. So Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to start out. Okay. So I'm not going to say what the crime is yet. Okay. I'm going to lead up like with the family history. Sure. And... And her upbringing and everything. Okay. Oh, and then can I guess? You can guess. Okay, yes. let me guess before you tell me the crime. Okay. After you tell me all about her. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. So, her name is Catherine Mary Knight. Okay. Um, she... Okay, so her mom, her name was Barbara Rogan. Um, she was forced to move... Um, after beginning a relationship with Ken Knight, which is, or which was a coworker of her husband. Uh-oh. So her mom, like, it already started, like, a little shaky there. Yep. Um, they, or her mom's family and then the Knight family, which is the person that she started a relationship with, were both known in the conservative rural town in Australia, um... And so it was a huge scandal. Oh. Like, it was like, oh my gosh. So they had to move. Oh. Because they're like. What year is this again? 
This was in the year. Okay, so she was born, and this was before she was born. Right. She was born in 1955. Okay. Ooh. So okay. this was like way back in the day. So it's okay. probably like, it was probably like in the, fi- like early 50s. Okay. Um, so she, so they were, yeah, so they, they lived there, whatever. <coughs> Catherine Knight was born. Yeah. She was a twin. Okay. Yeah, and she was, um, her dad was this new, this new, um, rendezvous that her mom had. <laughs> yeah. She was born on October 24th, 1955, in New South Wales. Um, the dad died in 1959, and the two oh. children who had lived with him moved in with, oh, actually, okay, so... It's, this gets really complicated. Okay. There's a lot of family. I like, need like a tree. Yeah. There's like okay. I need a tree here. So the original husband husband yeah. died. Okay. So those kids. Yeah. Her original children. Her original children. Yeah. Were um um they were living with him. Right. And then they had to live with her. Now. Okay. Now yeah. they're in the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she like, yeah, she moved. She was like, it. fuck you. I'm going with my new rendezvous, which yeah. by the way, that's what I'm going to call anybody I date from now on. You're my new rendezvous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it so much. What's the name of this episode? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, so he passed away. Okay. Was, that was 1959. Gotcha. Um, and then, there was like some kind of this. Is, this is like kind of side story. It's not really the main thing, but um, Barbara's grandmother, which is the mom's grandmother, okay, was an indigenous Australian. Cool, and she was really proud of it. Yeah, dope. But that was not cool it's, back no, in no. the day because okay. they they thought that it was you know too risky like oh we're not upper class type of thing so they kind of kept it secret so that was like a whole that was like part of the okay it was just like kind of like yeah i get it i mean we're embarrassed whatever i don't think it's okay but i get it yeah it's not okay at all um so yeah i was kept as a family secret because of the races there was a lot of racism there still is actually sure yeah Uh, no it's huge um so that kind of that or that was a source of tension for the children. So yeah. apart from her twin, the only person Knight, Catherine Knight, was close to was her uncle, Oscar Knight, who was, he was a champion horseman. Cool. But in 1969, he committed suicide. Sad. Yeah. And it really devastated her, which understandably Yeah, she would have so, been like 13. Yeah, understandably so. Yeah. She still to this day maintains that his ghost visits her. Okay, so she's still alive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. She's still alive. Still alive, ghost visits. Cool. Yep. Okay. So when do you want to guess what happens? Oh, should I be guessing now? I don't know. Why well, need to hear it's more? It's still early. It's still it's early. Still early. Her uncle only it's just died. Early. Okay. I don't know. I thought you had theories already. I mean, I'm trying to like. I'm like. I'm. I'm. I'm taking stuff in. I'm like, okay. She hasn't been hit on the head with anything. Nothing sounds very abusive yet. Yeah. But dead uncle. Okay. Yeah, dead uncle. First okay. thing. Gotcha. Okay, so growing up, I'm gonna talk about 
her growing up. Great. Okay. So her father, Ken, was an alcoholic hmm. who openly used violence and intimidation Uh-oh. with her mom. Eey. He would, I mean, there's, there's evidence that he would rape her up to 10 di- times a day. The mom. Just, yeah. That's a lot of rape. That's a lot. That's a lot. I know. Whoa. So, Barbara, the mom, in turn, told her daughters, like, intimate details about their intimate life. Right. And she would always be like, I hate men. I hate, you know, I hate anything sexual. Stuff like that. Right? So later when um, when she was growing up, Catherine would complain sometimes to her mom and be like, I don't want to take part in this thing that my boyfriend wants me to do. And the yeah. mom would be like, don't put up with it. Or no, she would say, put up with it and stop complaining. This was her advice. Yeah. Um, that really messed her up. Totally. So aside from that, she was... She also claims that she was frequently frequently sexually abused by several members of her family. Oh. Though not her father. So her father oh. was not. But this, this continued until she was 11. So this was before the... Okay. The death, All the, right. Lots of stuff has happened yeah, to lo- her. Lots okay. Of stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so there's evidence that this was confirmed... And because other family members said that it did happen, mm-hmm. so it wasn't she wasn't making it up, right? Um, but other than that, like she was a pleasant girl. Um, she did have some trouble though in school because she would she was kind of a loner and she would bully kids sometimes. I mean, I get it. Yeah, of course she would. Yeah, yeah. and she left school at fifteen. Mm. Uh, she didn't know how to learn, or she didn't learn how to read and write. At 15? At 15, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and she just left. And she gained employment as a cutter in a clothing factory. Okay. 12 months later, she left to start what she referred to as a dream job, uh, cutting up, which I had to Google this because I didn't know what that meant. Cutting up O'Fall. Do you know what O'Fall is? Sure don't. It's like the um the meat of animals that isn't usable oh like what they put in hot in dogs a, and stuff yeah in a slaughterhouse which gotcha. is also called an abattoir okay and i had no idea <laughs> I'm like what is this i don't know what this means i don't know either girl um, which she was quickly promoted to boning and giving her which boning i'm guessing is like taking the bones out i don't even know yeah, I mean, have you seen any of the documentaries where they go into, like, slaughterhouses and stuff and watch the workers, like, cut up animals? I've seen some, but it's been a while. Those like, people I have got... try not to, because... Yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to sound really weird, but those people have crazy skills. Like, uh... how fast... Like, being able to cut... So, imagine, like, this woman... Being able to like debone animal like that takes skill. That is not an easy thing it's to like, do. Oh yeah, is what I'm imagine. saying. Okay, so she's probably done something real crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, she so she was given her own set of she was promoted, so she was given her own set of butcher knives, and at home she hung the knives over her bed. So they'd always be handy if I needed them. Okay, this is what we call Chekhov's gun. 
these knives, I bet, are going to come back. Okay, keep going. <laughs> They're over her bed. Oh, my God. They're over her bed. Wait, yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Can you remind me? She was the first woman that was sent to prison without parole in the world? Lifetime. Yeah, no, in Australia. In Australia. Okay. The first Australian woman to be sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. Without parole. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. So this was this was her like early life. Then um oh, Jesus. <laughs> then she started growing up and she m- met her first husband. First husband. The turmoil really begins. Oh, Angelica right. got the Ted Bob. <laughs> bad. Tomorrow. <laughs> so his name is David Kellett. Okay. Um he first met her or met him as a coworker, he was an alcoholic, Great. hard drinking. Um, this was in 1973. Okay, so quick math. She's born in 1955. Yeah. She's, so she's 18. Yeah. She's 18. Okay. She's 18. Remember, she quit school when she was 15. When she was 15. She she's went been... straight into working, and now and she's like promoted. Butcher knives over her yeah. bed. Mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, she complete, completely dominated him. Cool. If he got in a fight, she was, like, right behind him, like, ready for battle. Oh. She was, she's a tough cookie. Stuck cool. cookie. I mean, yeah. Um, there was, at the hotel, Knight would step up and back, to back him up in her, if her, fi- with her fist, without fail. So, like, anytime there was some kind of combat or like somebody yeah. mess with him she would back him up at least okay. she's backing him up right? okay how many fights are people getting into I don't know. i've like never been into a fight i don't know they probably like looked at her weird or something or people like people are odd okay uh, anyway i know me <laughs> no. so yeah. in 1974 so this is a year later she was like you are mine boy we're getting married cool. so they got married uh at her request <laughs> So, like I said. I mean, you gotta lock it down sometimes. Yeah. It's like, you're marrying me no matter what. (laughs) Alright. I'm gonna try that out. See if it works. (laughs) Just try it out. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is is funny because I've read a few different sources and they kind of align. So, I'm, I'm guessing it's true. I don't know. It might be totally false, but it's just funny. So, um, when the couple arrived at the service, mm-hmm. they were on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and Colette, the, the groom, was intoxicated on the cab, and as soon, or like in the, she was driving, but he was behind her. On the motorcycle. Like, com- on the motorcycle. Oh my god. Like, completely intoxicated. As soon as they arrived, Knight's mom, Barbara, gave Colette, the groom, some advice. This is her. This was her advice. The old girl said to me to watch out. You better watch this one, or she'll fucking kill you. Stir her up the wrong way, or do the wrong thing, and you're fucked. Don't ever think of playing up on her. She'll fucking kill you. And that was. And that that's her mother talking. She told me she's got something loose. She's got a screw loose somewhere. Oh my. God. This is the mom giving advice to the groom. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, on the wedding night, she tried to strangle him. 
The fuck? Yes, girl, yes. And she explained that it was because he fell asleep after only, or after only having intercourse three times. She's like, you better wake up, boys, or wedding night. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I, like, I don't understand some people. I don't understand how some people get married. I, I just don't. Like, I, don't I had know. a friend that on her wedding night, her and her husband got into a crazy oh, fight. yeah, you told me about this. Mm-hmm. Wait, and are like, they still together? They're still, surprisingly. <gasps> but, like, this person, she, like, threw, like her wedding ring at him and was like fuck ah and like just like it was bad but some people actually I, um, I've been listening to know. a podcast like some people are drawn to that drama yeah of relationships and it's like a coping mechanism because yeah and it comes back to their family structure yeah and you know, like yeah. them not having attention from the dad or the mom or something. And totally. Like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I, I tend to like go after people that like I want to try to take care of and they just like don't give two shits about me because of the, because of my, so I get it. Yeah. So but that's an extreme. Yeah. That's it's a just, fucking extreme. Why would you want to be abused like that? No. 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 Okay. So, not surprisingly, the marriage was violent. And she she got pregnant. She would... There were several occasions where she burned his clothes. Great. What? And, several? Yeah. Oh, my God. And shoes before hit... Oh, and there was, like, actually one occasion where she hit him across the back of the head with a frying pan. Simply because oh, that's he kill had, someone. I know. Simply because he had arrived home late from dart uh, darts competition, after making the finals, he fled and he collapsed in front of a neighbor's house and was later treated for badly fra- uh, badly fractured skull. Police wanted to charge her, but of course Knight was now on her best behavior and talked him out of dropping the charges. Yeah. So, in May 1976, shortly after their first child, Melissa Ann, Colette left her for another woman and moved to Queensland. And apparently unable to cope, uh, she got super possessive, violent, and the day, that day, she was seen pushing her new baby like down the main street, just mm-hmm. like violently pushing her in the stroller. <laughs> How do you violently push? I don't know which which violently throwing the prom. What is a prom? Uh, it's a, uh, a a pram. Uh, a pram. It's a it's a stroller. Oh, okay, a, okay. A okay. pram is a that's stroller. what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You got it right. Okay, yeah, from side to side. Yeah, I don't know. Like she's just like. Shh. I guess people were like, yeah. Is that a baby in there? She's like small. Oh my god. Um. So, anyway, people were concerned. Right. Obviously. Rightfully so. They, they let authorities know. She was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital, where she was diagnosed with postnatal depression and yeah. spent several weeks recovering. So then she's released, um, and the baby's now two months old, and she places her on a railway. What? Yeah. Shortly before the train was due. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. Then she steals an axe, went into <gasps> town, and threatened to kill several people. Oh my god. I don't even know what this woman does. Oh my god. Like okay. what? Oh my god. Insane. The, <clears throat> yeah. So, a man named, um, in the district of Old Ted, was near the rail, the railroads, and he found the baby, and and he rescued her. He said that uh, it was only minutes before the train passed, and there's like other eyewitnesses that that did see that. So she was arrested and taken back to the hospital. But apparently recovered, signed herself out the following day. Oh. Like, how... These people are so dumb. Like, why would you yeah. let this lady leave? Yeah, she needs to stay for a good... She needs therapy. Okay, guess what happens a few, few days later? Uh, she kills Colette. She travels to where he is with the new lady and kills Colette. No. No. Okay. She slashes the face of a woman. What? <laughs> With one of her knives. The fuck? <laughs> a random woman. Okay. Um, and demands that she drive her to Queensland to find Colette. Uh, okay. All right. So, so I was kind of on, I the was right like on the right path. You're on the, on the right, right path. path. Yeah. Okay. So the la- the lady that she abducted escapes, and uh, when they're at a gas station, but by the time police arrive. Uh, Knight had taken a little boy hostage. Okay. And was threatening him with a knife. She was disarmed and police ar- uh, attacked her with brooms. It's like, what? Like, where yeah. is <laughs> Okay. Get those brooms. Get those brooms. Get her. Um, and then she was admitted to another psychiatric hospital. It was a different one. So, she told the nurses that she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station at the gas station area because he had repaired uh, Colette's car, which had allowed him to leave, and then, and then she wanted to kill both her husband and his mother when she arrived at, in Queensland. Okay. Okay, so this is the weird part here. So, Colette gets... Um, Gets noticed from the police that this is happening, right? Okay. You would think he would go far, far away, right? Yeah. He comes to her. He comes back. Yeah. He leaves the girlfriend. Yeah. And brings his mom over, and they both move back in with her. Oh. (laughs) Maybe he was thinking, like, I don't want my baby to be injured. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting. So, anyway, she <clears throat> Knight is released in nineteen seven or August 9th, nineteen seventy six. Okay. Into the care of her mother in law, and along with Colette, they now moved into a suburb of Brisbane, where she gets another job. Um, and then they get pregnant again and have another daughter. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. by the way, the first daughter, like, wouldn't they have taken the daughter away from her? One would like to think, but it's also the 70s in Australia, so... It's like, okay. Not saying Australia is bad or anything, but like, it's the 70s. Things were different. (sighs) Yeah, so that was in March 1980. They have a daughter named Natasha Marie. And then in 1984, Knight leaves Colette 
and move um, and moved in with her parents. And then she starts renting. She rents another place, and she's like back to work. But but then she injures her back, so she's on um, disability pension. So she's kind of like really grumpy, and she has to live in certain housing because she's on disability right. pension and everything. Okay. So he pretty much she kind of leaves the guy. Yeah. Um, so then it's on to husband number two. Two. His name's David Sounders. By the David way, do you want to guess? Sounders. Sounders? Um, Sounders, sorry. Sounders. She, she kills somebody. We will see. I don't, I mean, she obviously kills somebody, but it has to be worse than that. I don't... Okay. It's crazy. This story is I don't know. Intense. I've never heard about this. I'm so fascinated. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the night meets a 38-year-old man... Or minor named David Sounders in okay. 1986. A cool. few months later, he moves in with her and her two daughters that she still has custody of. Although he kept his old apartment in Scone, so he's like going back and forth yeah. with... The new apartment in the old apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, Knight soon becomes jealous regarding what he did when she was not around, and he would throw him out. She would throw him out like almost every night, pretty much. It was just like a very violent back and forth. Um, in 1987, she cut the throat of his two month old dingo pup. Oh, I thought you were going to say baby. No, I not was baby. like very, I mean, not that, it's not better, but oh my God. Like, I can't, oh, this is like animal abuse. I, I have a like, I have a weak. I know. Spot for this. This is awful. In front of him for no more reason than as an example of what would happen if you ever had an affair before going on to knock him unconscious with a frying pan. What is her deal with the frying pans and killing a dingo? Yeah. Like a baby. She obviously like, has tons of rage. Tons of rage issues. She needs to get it together. Get it together. Get, get some, some help. therapy. Get some yeah. EMDR help. Yeah. Lord. But no one seems to care. Like yeah. They're not trying to help her. So in June 1988, she gives birth to her third daughter, okay. Sarah. She just open these babies up. Um, which prompted Saunders to put a deposit on a house, um, which Knight paid off with her workers' compensation through 1989. She's still out of work? She's still out of work, yeah. She decorates the house with animal skin, skulls, horns, rusty animal traps, leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks. Okay. I do have to say, I'm a very big fan of, like, I love a good cow skull. <laughs> like, I'm a fan. I I want a tattoo of one. But... But all over the house? No. With new babies in? No, well, maybe one. One, but this was, like, it said no space, including the ceilings, was left uncovered. Well, she crazy. <laughs> I can understand one. Okay, like one. Like or I do, a few. Because like, the reason I like it is because I'm very into, like, I love a desert 
Um, I can see that. Like, yeah. you know, aesthetic. I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, continue. Okay. I'm not trying to defend her. I'm not. I'm just no, I know. saying. Hey. I know you're not. Hey. I like a skull. Yeah. So they're living together. Then after an argument one day, she hits him in the face. With a, a frying pan? It's not a frying pan this oh. time. It's an iron. Oh, okay. And then she stabs him in the stomach with a pair of scissors. Great. And he's like, I'm moving back to my apartment. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so he he later returns home. And then he finds out that she's cut up all of his clothes. Wait, I'm sorry. Did he call the cops? No. No. Okay. He did not. He just like, these people. I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, so after that, he's like, I'm done. So he goes into hiding. Um, and he did, no one knows where he is for a long okay. time. But uh, Knight tried to find him, and everyone's denying. Like, they're like, I don't know where he is. I yeah. don't know where he is. So several months later, he returns to see his daughter and found that Knight had gone to the police and told them that she was afraid of him. Mm. So she went to the police and yeah. turned it against him. I mean, that's how you do it. Yeah. You get that woman card. Yeah, get that woman just card. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm so fragile. I mean, I think, like, also, this story is really good because... I think that people don't take, um, men can be abused as well. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. 110%. And people don't take it seriously, but it is just a serious. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So they issued her with, issued her with an, uh, apprehended violence order against him. So he's not in the yeah. picture anymore. <laughs> so the next, <laughs> her next hubby dubby or rendezvous <laughs> rendezvous tray <sighs> is an a man named john chillingworth john chillingworth okay mm-hmm. all right so she did not marry this guy but he um became her lover in 1990 mm-hmm. and she became pregnant by this 43 year old um, who also worked at the slaughterhouse with her. He was a cool. co-worker. And gave birth the following year to a boy named Eric. And their their relationship lasted three years. Okay. So then, while she is dating this guy, she starts dating another guy. Cool. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. So this one, his name is John Pricey Price. It's like pricey and quotations. <laughs> John Pricey Price. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> so I guess she was dating him while she was with our dude. Yeah. And she decided okay. she wants to go with this John guy. Gotcha. Um, he was the father of three children before, uh, well, like before he met her. Right. And then they had an affair. Um, he was known as a terrific bloke. Liked by everyone who knew him. Um, and his own marriage had ended in 1988. When he, uh, yeah. So while his two-year-old daughter had remained with his former wife, the two older children lived with him. 
So, mind you that he was aware of Knight's violent reputation, yet he let her move into their house with his three children. Or, well, two children. Yeah. In 1995. His children liked her. He was making a lot of money working in the local mines, and apart from violent arguments at first, life was a bunch of roses, he says. Okay. Uh-huh. So, of course, Knight is like, you going to marry me or what? You know, because she, right. she proposes in this relationship. And he said he didn't want to marry her. So they had a huge blowout. Um, and in retaliation, Knight videotaped items he had stolen from work and sent the tape to his boss. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Although the items were out of date, it was like a bunch of medical kits that they had, uh, or he had scavenged from the company's rubbish tip. So it was just like stuff they'd thrown out. I've taken so much shit from all my companies. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone does. Yeah. But even though they fired him from the job that he, he had been there for 17 years. Oh my God. Um... That same day, he kicked her out. Yeah, good. Uh-huh. And she returned to her own home. Well, news of what she had done spread through the town, so everybody knew what was going on. Yeah. Um, so, but then a few months later, he, Prince, or, pri- sorry, Prince. <laughs> Price. <laughs> Pricey Price. <laughs> Restarted the relationship like an idiot. She's going to have a killer blowjob. Maybe. Maybe. She's just so aggressive. Maybe she's, she's very just aggressive. Like, she's just like he's like, Oh, I can't get I can't get enough of this. I lady. mean there's something. There's there's something. There's something. Just saying. Yeah, so anyway, of course the fighting became more frequent. By the way, do you want to guess what happens? She kills him. She kills this dude and maybe his children in a house fire. Okay. I'll continue. Him and his children (laughs) in a house fire. So, I can't believe these stories, by the way. I mean, I'm flabbergasted. I'm just shocked that this is real life. Anyway. So, the fighting became more frequent, obviously, and most of his friends would no longer have anything to do with him while they remained together, which they are good friends. Yeah, that's a good friend. Because I would be like, no. Yeah. Be like, if you're going to be with that... Because uh, obviously they had interventions and they're like, yeah. And if you can keep on, I can't do it. You left. Now you're coming back. Nope. Nope. I don't think so. Nope. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, which I have pictures of all of all. I these can't people. wait. I've been wanting to know what yeah. she looks like. I'm just like, yeah, I will but show I, you. Like, I'm like, do we save it for the end? No. Uh, yeah, say? I'll save it for the end. So yeah, save you, it for the you, end. You, you don't have anything. Okay. So. <clears throat> in February 2000, so she's still dating him. Wow, okay, 2000. A series of assaults on Price culminated with Knight stabbing Price in the chest. Okay. But, like, he was just injured. He was, he cool. was like, finally. Casual. He was finally fed up, though. Okay, you know good. He needs to be fed like, up. You stabbed me? Okay, I'm done. You need to be done. So <laughs> he kicked her out of the house. Good. On the this twenty is the second time though. Yeah, it's the second time. So on February 29th, 
he's stopped by the scone magistrate's court on his way to work and took out a restraining order on on her to keep her away from both of him both him and his children good so he's taking the steps finally good, finally um that afternoon he told his coworkers that if he did not come to work the next day it would be because night had killed him they Shit. pleaded yeah they pleaded him not to go they're like do not go but he said but he said that he was afraid that she would kill his children if he did not which i understand that yeah i would have gone back for the children right but also he should have taken him out of that situation absolutely at the beginning 100 yeah or take somebody with you yeah exactly it's like like get or bring the cops yeah. i don't know yeah totally. something so anyway so he arrives home to find that she n- night although not there herself had sent the kids away for a sleepover at a friend's house. I'm going to put that in quotations. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so he then spent the evening with his neighbors before going to bed at 11 p.m. Okay, he didn't rise a ruckus when he's like, my kids aren't here. No, he didn't. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so angry right now. This dude. Okay. This dude, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So my dude, earlier that day, night had... Um, she bought like new lingerie, this black lingerie, and she had videotaped her her uh, her like real children, right? Um, while making comments, which later was interpreted as a, a crude will that she was like making comments on each one. Wait, I'm sorry. She was wearing lingerie. No, this is no, 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 no. She wasn't wearing lingerie when she was doing this. She bought lingerie. Okay, and then but like. Before, like, before that, she was videotaping her kids. Okay. Like, at home, or, you yeah, know, where gotcha. she was. And she was, like, making comments wherever they were needed, but saying things that were going to be in her will, but it was just, like, like crude. Like, the TV will go to you one day. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Like, ooh, understood. you're going to get all of my jewelry, or, you okay, know, whatever. right. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, understood. Um, <clears throat> so then, she later arrived at Price's house while he was sleeping and sat watching TV for a few minutes before having a shower, and then she woke him up, and they had, um sexual affairs after which he fell asleep okay so at 6 a.m the next morning the neighbor the neighbor became concerned because price's car was still in the driveway and he had not gone to work so uh, one of the employees um was sent over because they hadn't seen him at work and that was like mm-hmm. he had told him the, the day before if i don't come right. back like I'm dead. Yeah. So both the neighbor and the worker tried knocking on Price's bedroom window to wake him up, but after noticing blood on the front door, oh, alerted the police, who arrived at 8 a.m. So breaking down the back door, police found his body with night's, uh, night, she was still there, comatose from taking a large number of pills. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I have no idea. I'm ready. 
She had stabbed Price with the butcher's knife while he was sleeping. Okay. Chekhov's gun. Mm -hmm. It came back. Yep. Okay. According to the blood evidence, he awoke and tried to turn the light on before attempting to escape while Knight chased him through the house. He managed to open the front door and get outside, but either stumbled back or was um, dragged back where he finally died after bleeding out. He was stabbed 37 times. Oh, 37 is so many times. 37 times, yeah. Okay. So after that, Knight went to the ATM and took out $1,000 from his account. Um, the stab wounds, the 37 stab wounds were both in the front and the back of his body with many of the wounds extending into vital organs. Jesus. Uh, af- several hours after he had died, this is where it gets intense. Knight skinned him and hung the skin from a meat hook. What? what? On the door on the door to the lounge room. Nope. What what is the fuck is the lounge room? Why? What? What? Yeah. I told you she had good knife skills. I should have figured that was going to come back. But the fuck. The knife skills. Oh my god. God. Okay. Oh my god. It gets worse. Okay. Alright. I figured. Okay. Keep going. She then decapitated him. Nope. And cooked parts of his body. Nope. Nope. Serving up the meat with baked potato. What the fuck? Pumpkin. Zucchini. Cabbage, yellow squash, and gravy in two settings at the din- dinner table. For who? Along with notes besides each plate, each having the name of one of Price's children on it. Okay. So She was preparing to serve his body parts to his children. Okay, but they're not dead. They're not dead. Okay, thank God. Okay. They're at a sleepover. Uh, the pussy's was, not worth it, dude. She was waiting for them. Okay. All right, they were it. Okay, at least they're not dead. Oh, they're my God. Dead. A third meal was thrown on the back lawn for an unknown reason. Thrown? Yeah, like, it's, like it seemed like she just threw the meal. But they think, <clears throat> this is like the back, they think that she tried to eat it but couldn't do it. And so um, that's been poor. Put forward to support oh her God. claim that she has no memory. She says there's no. She has no memory of this crime, which is, I don't. I think that's a lie. But you're a fucking liar. Yeah, you're a fucking liar. Yeah. So, his head was found in a pot with vegetables. Oh my God! <laughs> I wish the people listening could see my face because I am like, like dying. This is the worst. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. When they found that the pot was still warm, estimated to be between 40 and 50 degrees Celsius. So what, what that's like a hundred yeah. degrees Fahrenheit or something. Yeah. Uh, sure. Indicating that the cooking had taken place in the early morning. Um, Sometime later, Knight had arranged the body with the left arm draped over an empty 1.25 liter soft drink bottle with the legs crossed. This was claimed at the court to be an act of a a defilement demonstrating Knight's 
contempt for Price. She had, and she left a handwritten note on top of a photograph of him. Bloodstained and covered with small pieces of flesh, it read. Time got you back. Well, mind you, she doesn't know how to write or right. read. So a lot of it is like butchered. So they, <laughs> like parentheses, right. it says what, right. it, what it means to say. Yeah. Um, time got you back, Jonathan, for rabi- raping my daughter. You too, Beck, Price's daughter, for Ross. For little John, which is his son, now play with little John's dick, John Price. I don't know what that means. It's just like. Did the dude rape her children? No. Well, the accusation. This was like looked into. The accusations and the note were found to be groundless. And I think she's just, like, okay, doing it out of spite. Because I'm like, well, maybe I understand a part of this, if yeah, that was but true. I don't think... But I don't, actually. None didn't, of it. Oh, my God. They never found any evidence about that, so... Oh, my God. This is the fucking craziest. The fact that she didn't get death for this, I'm just... Does Australia not have the death penalty? I don't think so, but... Duff. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but anyway, so this was, like, Sorry. in 2001. Damn. And... So, she was given the harshest, I guess not, because the harshest sentence possible in Australian law, which is um, never to be released, life in prison without parole. Ugh. Yeah. Let me show you the photos. The thing, too, that really gets me, and I know this is messed up and maybe misogynistic of me, but when a woman does something like this, it's so much worse than a man to me because Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I know that sounds awful, but it's just women don't do. They're a little more level-headed. Most of the time when women kill, it's like doing it with poison. It's in very non-violent ways. It's not like the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. This is straight up Jeffrey Dahmer style. Yeah. Um, Where it's like, Oh, and like, it's, how? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And the thing that's crazy is to me, too, it's like, I'm like, I I almost feel like this cannot be the first time she's killed somebody. There, because I to mean, like, to skin somebody and to like, I think it was just, them up. yeah. I mean, she was so, she did work at a slaughterhouse. Yeah, so she, so she, she knew how she do it. to do that. Oh, yeah. She was very violent. Yeah, you're right. Um, which, that's like a huge red flag. I don't know why this guy was like, ooh, she's off. She, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, hey. I mean, I'm super, like, obviously I love hearing about, not love. Love's the wrong word. I'm you are fascinated int- yeah, by fasc- in, fascinated. hearing about these stories and things, but I, like, I, I... I god damn when I was a kid I went fishing with my dad and I made we caught fish and I made him take a fish back to the pond because it was still alive and we had like we had like scaled the other fish and stuff but this one fish was still alive and I was like no dad he has to go back to the pond and I'm like yeah I don't these, I mean, she obviously had some kind of mental issues. For sure. I mean, obviously, she and had a very, very, very traumatic upbringing. Yeah. 
And that was never treated. They never treated it. They never gave her the help that she needed. Yeah. And so he had to suffer from that. Let me show you what she looked like. Uh, Yeah, I need to see these. Okay, so this is her. That's not the guy that died, but that's her first marriage right here in 1974. So this is like the guy from. um, This is crazy uh, these are this the was amazing yeah yeah the one that she dominated she looks so fucking nerdy yeah she's okay. so nerdy and this other photo i was like oh my gosh that could be me <laughs> it's like a silly photo oh but i see the crazy i yeah. see the crazy she's a little crazy i see the crazy in that eye that reminds me of one of my aunts who like would beat my cousin in front of us uh, oh no that, yeah okay so that's not me that's this not you her, that's not you this is her older Okay. And then this is her the night uh, when this all when this all happened, yeah, and she was um, hospitalized. Damn. And she does she claimed that she doesn't remember anything. And there were some more, but I have to, I'll send them to you. Oof, child. Yeah. So she's still in prison. She's still in prison. She's still alive. She's sixty three years old right now. Great. Um, she's younger than my parents. Yeah. Well, actually, she's my dad's age. Because my dad was born in 55. It's crazy. Crazy. I was not. Oh, my God. She was, like, going to feed his children. You know, I don't know. I haven't. I didn't really look into it, but I wonder what happened to the children. That's, I mean, when you said all this went down, that was a major thought. (laughs) Like, what happened to his kids and her kids? And... Jesus Christ. They're our age. Sorry. Yeah, they're Excuse our me. age. They're our age. It's crazy. They're probably messed up, too. Yeah, I hopefully hope they, got... they went out and got therapy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hopefully. Ooh, so anyway, Ooh, that was a that crazy... was intense. I did not see I... that coming. <laughs> I had forgotten... Like, I had heard a little bit about this story from another podcast but i hadn't looked into the whole story jesus yeah so well that's crazy <laughs> wow well on uh that um tell us about uh fun things fun things What's your favorite animal mine's a dolphin that's why i make <laughs> yeah. it so cool. what's yours Probably some kind of dog. Or like... <clears throat> maybe like a tiger or something. Ooh, a tiger's cool. Boys love dolphins. They're my favorite. Dolphins! I love dolphins so much. I had lots of dolphin jewelry when I was a kid. That's so funny. Like the, I always had dog things, so... Oh, the dolphin... Have you ever seen that like necklace and stuff where it's like... A marble, and there's two dolphins around it, and you can spin the marble. <laughs> I don't know if I have. On a black cord. Oh, I'm oh probably. Oh, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have. Uh, it's my favorite. That's so well, funny. Tell us about your favorite animal. Tell us about your animal and your tulpa. And your tulpa. And any murder stories that happen in your hometown yeah i would i mean i love i'd love to know about it i know because there's so many like it's impossible to know 
everything that happens. So. Absolutely. And there's so many cold cases. It's so sad. It's yeah, just it's like, very sad. It's insane. It's very sad. Even now, which I told you about, I'm listening to um, Live and Die in L.A. Yeah. And it's a case that happened last year. Mm. And it's still, I think it's still an open case. But I'm not done with the podcast. But anyway, it's really good. It's very interesting. And there's always people going missing. You never know what's going to happen. So that's why you put your friend finder on and give it to at least one other person yeah. at the minimum. Absolutely. I mean, like, I know people are like, privacy. Fuck your privacy. It's going to save your life. Yeah. That's why people in the 70s went missing all the time. Yeah. My, they didn't have that. <laughs> they didn't have no friend finder. They didn't have no friend finder. But, like, for real, though, like, um, my, my best friend Lars has... We have each other in our friend finder, and he'll tell me sometimes, he's like, yeah, just, like, look sometimes to see where you are. But also... If you're going on a date to ever, mm-hmm. you send the contact info. Yes. And you say, and I always do this to Lars. I'm like, if I go missing, this person did it. I do that too. Yeah. And you need I'm to. I'm so scared. You need to, anything like, don't, don't have, and I've done like, I've done really dumb shit, people. Like I have, I have, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it on here because it's, whatever (laughs) but I've done really I've done things where I could have been so easily killed or I feel like everyone has just we all have being naive and and being young and and being young and needing money man yeah yeah (laughs) just doing things just but if you're going to do it if you're going to whatever do things that you are not you don't want to tell people about have at least one person that you're going to tell yeah and where you're going and turn that friend finder on so that way at the very my thought has always been I'm like well at the very least they'll know the last place I was and yeah. because that's oh god and never go to a second location no you but, say, yeah if you don't know the person do not do that you say you kill me or if they're like they're like, get in my car, I'm going to kill you. You say, you kill me. I'm mm-hmm. not going with you to that second location. Don't nope. do it. Never. Don't do it. Um, anyway, sorry. Your tangent. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Favorite animals, tulpas, cases, movies, you know, things. because the biggest thing is that we want to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, got beautiful. Oh my gosh, what was that? Bye, Bye, beautiful people. Bye, beautiful people.